Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? The podcast for parents about mental health and the experience of being a parent. The podcast that discusses what it's like to be adults raising tiny humans that make us all ask, is it bedtime yet? Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? with Dr. Jen and Dr. Serene. This is Dr. Serene and I'm here still remotely with Dr. Jen. Hey Serene, how's it going? Good, good. Excuse me while I shuffle some stuff around my desk. I just realized we started recording way quicker than I anticipated. And yeah, there you go. It's all good. Um, It's going good. It's going good. We started school about, uh, and, you know, all the school stuff. Yeah. How's everything going with you? It's going okay. Yeah. All school is now all consuming. Um which is why we decided to just talk about it today because the last time we talked about back to school was like right before mm-hmm. we actually went back to school. We're like, what is this going to be like? What does it look like? And now we are in it. So it felt appropriate to to bring it back up again. Yeah. Um, and especially because like we both just had this experience, but I know you guys were home in quarantine this past week, right? Yes. I mean, kind yeah. of. So we had a, a case in one of my kids' classes and Mm-hmm. The way our school is doing it is if um, there's a case in the class, the class closes. I'm, I'm not sure yeah. how you get your schools doing. It's exactly the same, yeah. And if they have siblings, yeah. then the siblings have to stay home as well and get tested as well. Yeah. And once everybody's cleared, they the you know the sibling can come back. And when, once there's enough people for the class to come back, like you know enough people test negative for the class mm-hmm. to reopen, they reopen, I guess. I don't know. Okay. I might be saying this wrong, but that's the general <laughs> idea. You know what? And I don't, I don't want to like say something because things are changing all the time and there's always oh, they're like constantly changing from schools like, mm-hmm. well, this didn't work. So we're going to try it this way, you know, and because they right. they don't, I mean, this is new. So yeah. Yeah. At our school, yeah. uh, we made it four whole days of school before we had to shut down for quarantine oh, also. Um, out of the whole school, our class was the only one that uh, had a positive case. Yay. So we were the guinea pig class. They hadn't really figured out what they were doing yeah. or what to do. So yeah, we we shut down. It was supposed to be for like 10 days, but I guess like the person who was positive hadn't been at school since the first day of school. So technically the 10 days started earlier. The whole thing was kind of a mess. And then the school district was changing yeah. their policies like as things were as we were in quarantine so like we were constantly getting updates and like trying to figure out what to do and um yeah it's it's insane and so stressful trying to figure out and try to keep on top with everything right I mean yeah it's it's definitely been um stressful for a lot of parents a lot of working parents whose you know offices or jobs or whatever are going back to like normal hours and normal schedules and no more work from home or maybe like a hybrid model. And now they can't sit home and watch their child on Zoom if their class closes. And, you know, it's, it's creating a lot of stress for, I hate to say it, especially mothers because women have, I feel like the world noticed or our country noticed that women have Mm -hmm. been getting the shitty end of the, end of the stick and, um, yeah. In all of this. And, you know, a lot of women opting to leave their jobs to care mm-hmm. for their kids or whatever, you know, all this shit that's been going on with yeah. um, women in the workforce because of COVID. And, and now I feel bad. You know, people are finally like, okay, we can go back. We can, right. you know, put this all behind us. And no, we're still having all to of a sudden for like, yeah, like weeks at a time, our kids have to be home. Yeah. If there's, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of parents are super stressed 
with yeah. that. And it's like, yeah. what can you do? You can't, how, how do you tell people to handle that kind of stress? You, you can't because it's, you, you don't know what's going to come. Right. And especially with things changing so frequently and like constantly, it's like a moving target all the time. I feel, I feel so bad for the teachers as well. Like watching our teacher in our classroom try to navigate all the changes. And like there's one day where she sent out three different updates to what the rules are because it was just constantly changing. And she didn't even like, she couldn't stay on top of it. And she's like, sorry again for this update, but there's a change. And it's, it's so intense. Like it's hard to keep up with that. I know. I know for, um, you know, one thing for our school that's been a challenge as well is like the parking lot situation because of mm. the drop. I don't know. I've been noticing like as I drive to and from drop off and pick up other schools on my way also doing the same thing because I'm seeing cars like wrapped around buildings. Whereas before, like two years ago, I wouldn't see that kind of traffic. Right. I'm guessing all schools have kind of changed their pickup and drop off systems. So I imagine so. Yeah. So that we get an email almost, I'm not exaggerating, every day since school opened saying, we're changing our stagger time because it's just been a shit show, right? Yeah. And at this point, yeah. I'm kind of like, when I see emails about parking, it's almost like, I don't even want to read it. I'll just I'll just show up when I show right. up. and It'll change again tomorrow. It'll, yeah. It's, and even if I show up, I, I'm not going to be there right on time because right. there's a line out the door. So like – yeah. I'm gonna God, I wish I wish our school would stagger times. Like I I imagine that makes it a little bit easier if not everybody's getting in and out at the same time. Yeah. It, yeah. In theory, yes. But in it, theory. It's just, you know, parents well sometimes parents get there early. Sometimes parents get right. there late. Sometimes you know, the class goes a little bit longer or some right. sometimes it takes a kid forever to walk to the car so the next car can pull up and pick up their kid, you know? Right giving these kids like a sense of urgency like no run to your car throw your bags in and jump in close the door and let's move out so the next car can come pick up their kid you know right um how do you explain that to a six-year-old who likes to drag his feet right everywhere not now i'm not speaking from personal experience not my kid my my kids are are so fast (laughs) yeah you know, the, the whole thing is just so complicated. Like, I've never seen my kid's classroom. Like, she's in, you know, like, TK. Like, and I yeah. haven't seen what her classroom looks like. I can't go on campus. Like, I literally, like, walk her to the gate. And then I'm like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you figure out where you're going and you, you know where to go and what to do. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. I can imagine that's hard for you because yeah. it's her first, first year. First kid in school. Yeah. Yeah. At a new school. So like all the parents, like I'm, oh, that's another thing. I think I texted you, but I don't know if we had actually talked about this, that I uh, maybe made the most horrible decision of my life and decided to be a co-room parent. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm getting like, we're like relaying messages to the teacher for the other parents. And we're getting all these messages from other parents being like, can we like have a video of the classroom to see like what it looks like? Because like, I don't know what my kid is talking about when they say we were at we're playing with this toy. We're at this station or our desks look like this. And then the teacher's having a hard time because she's like, I'd like to send you guys updates and show you like what the room looks like. But I also want to respect the privacy of other kids in the room because of COVID, because I don't want you to know where everybody's sitting because of proximity to other students. And we can't like, we can't like convey or like we we can't give you any sense of like where kids are because if they're in proximity with your kid and COVID and you can figure out who it is, like it makes it so complicated. Can she do that? Um, 
without kids in the classroom? Well, that's that's what we had suggested. Yeah, Yeah. we're like, can you just like take a video of like a general sense of this? This is the reading station. This is the points and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Our school is super small. So that happened. I mean, for our school, it literally takes like two phone calls to two random parents to figure (laughs) out which kid had COVID. Right. You know, um, it's a very small school and, you You know, it it, out fast. And and also like everybody knows everybody and, you know, it's, it's as simple as you get an email saying there was COVID in your class blah 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 and then you ask your kid who was absent today they give the name you are that's exactly what we did we were able to like use deductive reasoning to figure out who wasn't there what days and figure it out yeah like it's i understand the school can't like tell you and confirm or deny or blah you know we know hipaa we're therapists we get it right um or the hipaa version of schools i forgot what Mm -hmm. it's called but anyway whatever um but it's you can figure it out and, and nobody I mean you know nobody cares I think in the beginning we were treating this like it's an STD you know but now it's kind right. of like oh, or if, if we either all had it and if we didn't have it we're eventually going to get it everybody's gonna get it yeah because yeah, so, even vaccinated people are gonna get it. like it's yeah yeah, yeah. We, we've had so much exposure like so you know uh, you know I've been like yeah. texting you like every other week saying we have to get tested again <laughs> yeah every other week you're like oh we're in lockdown oh we're figuring this out oh more testing yeah and yeah. um I, I got my kids antibody tested because I'm like there's just no way oh that's smart we've been exposed and? nope wow. fucking didn't even get any antibodies so they never had it I mean wow. I, I mean I know they never had it but I was like right, well right. what if they were asymptomatic or right Nope, no antibodies. God, I'm real. I'm literally just like holding out for like when can kids get vaccinated, and there's like such like varying information about it, and who knows? It's you know, I don't know. But another, you know, you you have a a a younger younger one, right? I have one, um, that's that's in first grade, and i see how difficult his transition into first grade has been as opposed to um my older son who didn't transition to first grade during covid you know it was regular school and right um oh i imagine the transition from kinder to first grade is a big one especially during this whole period yeah you just see how far behind this, this group is and i mean seeing them on zoom they're all bright, like mm-hmm. super rambunctious, very intelligent, incredibly bright kids. But like there was this one thing that like kind of like my, my son read a sentence and the teacher was like, oh, my God, you read that so good. And, da, da, da. and in my head, I'm like, this would have never been a big deal with my older son. Like right. it would have just been like, OK, next person, you know, but right, right. The teachers were like, wow, you Look can actually you. read. Yeah. A whole year of like zooming and no real school and no, you know. Yeah. You guys are doing great. The bar has moved. The bar is so low. Um, but it's interesting because I think you're right. Like I think there's been like like kids going into school for the first time now or like going into like a new set of school like from kinder to first from elementary to middle school, middle to high school, whatever it is. Like I feel like kids are either going to be like 
quote unquote like behind because yeah. of this whole year of school or like the kids that like really thrived or bu- or like buckled down or parents who like were able to take time off and homeschool or whatever it is and like it it's going to create I feel like it's going to just create this big divide which is really hard especially for like the teachers to have to navigate a classroom where they're going to have like a divide of students who are like either behind or struggling because they missed essentially like a year and a half of instruction mm-hmm. or like or the ones that are like able to keep up or or ahead or whatever and they're going to have like this divide of of kids which is really tough and then it's going to be hard for the kids to be in that room and like see that divide and it's hard not to compare yourself Mm -hmm. and you know I can imagine parents of older kids Mm -hmm. you know like junior high or high school transitioning to you know 11th grade is a huge year right 11th grade is like you have to kill 11th Mm -hmm. grade to get into a good college Mm -hmm. um how are those kids doing they know they've essentially been doing zoom since ninth grade right yeah all Mm -hmm. of their high school life pretty much and now their most important year and they're like yeah what what do you do yeah it's tough i have i have some like high school clients uh and and like talking about that transition like it's it's so hard yeah i could i could imagine and yeah you know the parents stress about kids falling behind and you know Uh i guess we're lucky we have we have at least where we live we have Mm -hmm. really good community colleges you know we have really good like if if your child's not ready, there's other ways. There's other to, options. Like, yeah, like mm-hmm. we have some solid community colleges nearby. We do. You know, so we do. But like, what if a kid had a dream to like move to New York after high right. school or move to you know? And now I know it's everything like, gets you know. pushed back mm-hmm. and like yeah, yeah. Well, but, the, the yeah. other thing I was thinking too, because you were talking about like the the like developmental struggles that, or mm-hmm. sorry, the academic struggles that some kids have. Um, having had this giant gap of time and going back to school. But I think that also applies social emotionally. Like I think Mm -hmm. some kids having had this giant time off, like this big gap of being able to like be in school with their friends going back for some kids, some kids just jump back in and they're going to thrive. But then other kids, like it's really hard. Like I I think especially, well, I guess for younger kids, but also for older kids, there's like that social anxiety going back into public, like, either because of COVID or just because of not being around other kids for so long. And then for like the younger kids going into school for like the first time that maybe didn't have time to like really interact with other kids or play going back to school is really hard for them. So I think like just across the board, the social emotional component of going back to school is, has been a big challenge for a lot of kids. Yeah. Um, you know, on many levels, I feel Mm -hmm. like, um, there was this one situation where my older son, it, I don't know if you've read 1984, but. A long time ago, uh, but yeah. Yeah. I like was like, wow, that's what we're living in right now. Um, mm. Last year when they, they opened towards the end of the year, our school, but um, the kids all had different colored t-shirts, like different cohorts from different grades had different colored t-shirts. So, like, let's say second grade had a group that wore yellow T-shirts, a group that wore green T-shirts, a group that wore red T-shirts, right? Whatever. Yeah. And you could only be with that group. So there would be, like, eight kids in red T-shirts. So it's like their pod. Their pod, right. Mm -hmm. Um, Same with first grade, same with whatever. Um, And now they're just back to their white polos. Yeah. And 
he made a comment because my other kid was like, oh, I was playing with so-and-so and and he's in, I don't know, fifth grade or whatever. I'm making something up right now. Yeah, yeah. And my son goes, that's okay because this year everybody's wearing white shirt so we can talk to everybody. (laughs) We're not separated by red shirts or yellow shirts. You know, we can can talk to everybody that's wearing a white shirt. I was like, wow, this is very like – yeah. 1984, like following the uniform thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, their school has uniforms, but. Right. Um, but just, it was very, very weird. And I was that's like, so interesting. okay. Like it felt weird. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. That's interesting that you said that because, like, our school started off with like everybody's just in a class. I think there's like less than 20 kids in a class, but like everybody's just together and they do everything together. But after our first quarantine experience, like, you know, after the first week, everybody had to go into quarantine because we had a positive case and it yeah. ended up being fine. But then the day we got back, the teacher implemented the pod thing. And she's like, now your kids have to stay in their pod and they can only play with the kids in their pod. And so like, it's interesting seeing things evolving like that, but it just, it triggered for me, reminded because you had talked about the different colors because they have colored yeah. teams. They're like, my daughter's on the, the what is it, like dark blue team and there's <laughs> there's ice blue and there's yellow. I don't know. But <laughs> but yeah, and you could only play with your team, which is sad because she was so excited to go back to school. And she's like, but my friends, like the kids that I became friends with the first week of school are on the other team and I want to play with them. And I'm like, yeah. sorry. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. There's no good answer to Ew, any of this. they're on the yellow team. No. No playing with kids on the yellow team. That's we don't play disgusting. with the yellow team. <laughs> it's so sad. I I don't know. And then she's like, nobody on my team wanted – because the teams are really tiny. It's only a couple kids. She goes, nobody on my team wanted to play with me, so I played by myself all day. And I'm like, oh. well, that was the whole reason we sent you to school was so you could play with other kids. But yeah, uh, there's no good answer. Yeah. I don't yeah. know, man. It's, yeah. I'm, I'm – it's stressful for a lot of parents and for a lot of kids, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and what's crazy is that, like, we're recording this, I think, like, by the time this releases, it'll be, like, two weeks later. And everything will have changed already. Like, so much is changing so quickly. It's hard to keep up with everything. Yeah. I mean, I, I our kids, they'll, they're fine. They'll be fine. Right. And, I, and maybe because, like, we're in it, I'm kind of like, whatever it is, what it is. And right. My my thoughts keep going towards like the kids that are in high school or I know. kids that transitioned to high school from junior high and were looking forward to joining the football team or the yeah. basketball team or playing varsity or doing drama club, you know, um, mm-hmm. all the kids that are missing out on experiences that they, you know, they've been looking forward to. and right. And putting that on their like college applications and all yeah. that, that's not gonna happen. You know, like I know. I don't know. Like it's such a loss for I mean, those at kids. least all I keep thinking of is like at least it's not last year. Like the kids last year who like missed their prom, missed like yeah. everything because everything was literally shut down. Like at least this year there's like modifications to things, but they're back. But you're right, everything just looks so different. Like there's a it's a loss because they're like grieving the loss of like the thing that they were anticipating that the normalcy that of the thing that they wanted to do of what that year was going to look like yeah i know well i mean there's absolutely nothing we can do about that right (laughs) it is what it is and it is what it is it's i've heard a lot of people say this and i've been saying it i felt like last year as crazy as it was i was more comfortable only because i knew what to expect right like I knew at least until Christmas, 
or like the winter break, we were going to be doing Zoom, you mm-hmm. know, like we all knew that, you know, through at least the end of the year, we were right. stuck on Zoom. Right. Um, but now it's kind of like who's going to test positive right. in school and which pod is going to shut down and which class is going to shut down. And, you know, because the, mine are siblings, like both of them have to be home and I'm yeah. going to start working. I'm leaving. I'm, you know, I'm coming out of maternity leave and oh my gosh. I'm going to need the space that like I had put my older son in to do his Zoom last week when, you know, we had the case at our school and right. now I need that space for are my you doing session. Te- are you doing telehealth? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. stick to that for yeah. a while. And for then sure. where do I put him? Where do I put my little, like, where right. do I put everybody? All the space. Um, that you- yeah. And the baby with the babysitter and is it now her response? Like, the babysitter is going to come to watch the baby. Mm-hmm. And now if we go to Zoom, is it her responsibility to watch my kids on Zoom? I, I don't even know. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? It complicates how do you things so conversation? much. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you're right. I, there's something about this year and all of the unknowns that make it so much more anxiety provoking right? for a lot of people. Like, I know for me, you're right. Like, last year, we kind of knew what to expect. It was kind of like, we didn't know for how long, but we just knew what to expect. And then for me, there was also this more of a sense of control, even with all the things that were outside of our control, because we weren't at a school. We weren't like out in public. Everything's opening back up. So for us, it was like, we're at home. We have control over what we're doing and who we see. So we feel like we have control over like our health and safety. But as things open up a lot more, at least at least for us and for our family, there feels like there's a lot more or a lot less control, which creates a lot more anxiety because things are open now. Things people are going out more. Our kids are in school. So there's a lot less control over who mm-hmm. they're with, what they see, what they're exposed to, what what we're exposed to. Like it's that's anxiety is like fear of the unknown that's what it is yeah and you know that's that's a that's a big thing because you like for example I've taught my kids you do not put your mask down right I I mean at recess they can take their mask off Mm -hmm. with the school rules right but I've told them like please don't (laughs) keep it on oh yeah yeah we bought like a lanyard thing to put around her neck so that she doesn't Mm -hmm. take it off and put it down yeah yeah um but other kids are going to be taking their masks right. off or there's families that don't believe in masks right. or they, you know, everybody has their different way of doing things. So I'm kind of like, we don't have control over them. I don't, I don't have that control. Yeah. No. And, and, and especially with the younger, they're, they're still little, do you know? And like, I know. somebody can take their mask off to sneeze just without right. even thinking because they're six years old and they're like, I need to sneeze. Let me take my mask off. hundred percent. Because yeah. it's annoying to sneeze in a mask, yeah. right? So, uh, you you can't control any of that. Yeah. Um, or in high school, you, I, I'm sure parents of high schoolers or junior hires, you can't even control your own kids. Right. You know, they're going to do what they want to do, and um, so yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's it's going to be a tough school year. Yeah, absolutely, no way around it. But I think, I mean, I like what you had said in our last episode about going back to school. It was just that, like everybody is everybody's kids right now like we're all one big family like we're all in this together we have to be working together like you know yeah that's the only way to get through this I I just had like a moment right now where um which happens to me a lot in session (laughs) where a patient is like you know I really thought about what you said and then you go oh shit what did I say what did I say (laughs) 
I know that's why I quickly wanted to remind you of what yeah. that thing was because I was like, I, I have that all the time. <laughs> I have to be completely honest. Yeah. Like, dude, I say a lot of I things. I say a lot of things to a lot of which... people. <laughs> yeah, totally. When clients are like, I wanted to go back to that thing that we were talking about last week. And I'm like racking my brain. I'm like, mm, what, remind me again. <laughs> like, which yeah, thing? like, we talked about six different things. I'm not sure what resonated with you. Let's. <laughs> Well, That's, that was uh, the thing that resonated with me, Serene, yeah. was that we're we're all in this together. Like we all have to take care of each other and each other's kids and each other's families and it's all we can yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we can wrap it up here today. I, I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 gonna be a tough year. I've mm-hmm. been hearing everybody say that. Like this is just how this year is gonna go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna be a crapshoot. You're taking a risk. We're all right. taking risks. So Every time we leave the house and anytime we, you know, have gatherings or um, put our, you know, send our kids to school right. every day, you know, I'm like, today could be the day that my kid gets COVID, you know, like yeah. and it's a risk we're taking. So. Absolutely. Every day I'm like weighing out, like, is this the right thing? Is this the, like, everything is risky. Yeah. So it's like, does the risk outweigh the benefit? Does the benefit outweigh the risk? And it's, it's tough. Who knows? Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. And There's no right answer. Yep. Mm-mm. Nope. Well, if you have any questions or suggestions for future topics, please uh, email us at isabedtimeyetpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at isabedtimeyetpodcast with underscores between each word or isabedtimeyetpodcast on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, for now, Jen, did I forget anything? Because um, I feel like I haven't done this in a I long know. time. No, uh, don't forget to look at our Patreon uh, at patreon.com. And we are Is a Bedtime Yet podcast on there. So check us out. For now, this is Dr. Jen and Dr. Serene. And we're still asking, is it bedtime yet? Bye.